Tidbits. My name is Brooke. My name is Alyssa, and I have hyper-anxiety about the speed of windshield wipers. <laughs> no, that one's actually valid. Sometimes I make fun of you for these things, but I've been known to, like, be driving with my windshield wipers on and be, like, looking at what everyone else has going to see if I am using the correct speed yeah. on mine. Yeah, I was gonna say, somebody gave me such hell for that. Like, I can't believe you're so ridiculous. I don't know if it was you or, or like, somebody else, but it was like- It wasn't me! I also do it! Yeah, but, like- <laughs> What is, like, do you, you have to follow what everyone else is doing? Like, are they sitting there judging me? I don't know what goes on in their minds. Presumably everyone is judging me at all times. I have anxiety. Yeah. I mean, what do you want from me? So, uh, who goes first? Ask your girlfriend who goes first. <laughs> I would love to, except for the fact that she's not caught up, so she doesn't love us. Or me, apparently. My older sister slash your girlfriend hate us. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, I did get my sister shouting from across the house telling me uh, that, that you went first with the Samibito, so it's my turn first. Okay. Sounds good. That's first. Okay, so I want to do something a little bit different this week. So everyone knows that oh, it's technically a myth. So it's, it, I mean, it's not technically a myth. It is a myth. It still follows under mythology. But one of my other great loves, other than monsters and myths and cryptids, that this podcast allows for but doesn't really cover is ghosts. Didn't Catherine do a ghost that one time? I mean, I brought Bloody Mary if that counts as a ghost. Oh, you no, brought Catherine Bloody brought Mary. the giant okay. snake. Oh, that's fucking right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ghosts are allowed. Those are monsters. Yeah. I was going to say, they can be monsters. They can be myths. So, like, they cover. They, they, they have a uh, range. So, yes, I have for us this week is actually one of the most important myths of Chileote culture. So, I have uh, the Caleuche, as I believe it's pronounced. I've watched, like, five videos of native Spanish speakers with pronunciation. So, that's the best I could do. I'm so sorry. But way back when, back when the uh, conquistadores were uh, trying to colonize most of South America, the peninsula off uh, Chile was actually able to stave off conquistador colonization, I guess is the word I'm looking for, for about 300 years. So because of that, most of the actual myths, mythologies, and legends from the surrounding area was still remains intact. So we have a lot of their original stories because it wasn't lost to time or culture. Or invading culture, I guess is the word I'm looking for. So... The Caleuche is a ghost ship because those are always fun. Okay, big sexy. You have my attention. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it is described as a beautiful sailing ship, like bright white. It has three masts. Each of these masts have five sails. Um, the ship is actually conscious, conscious and sentient. Uh, so this ship is described as being like thinking, feeling, and having a mind of its own, which is pretty cool. Sorry, I just want you to know. Um, you said a ship capable of thinking, and I had horrible flashbacks to strength from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I want you to know, I want you to know, I asked for help with this episode, like, oh, how, what, help me come up with some arguments, and it's like, no, don't do a ghost ship, you're just gonna get JoJo's references, and it's gonna be bad. I was like, no, it's not gonna go there, it'll be fine. <laughs> me, boo-boo the fucking clown. <laughs> you fool. I'm so mad. I was like, no, it won't. I have this beautiful ghost ship, and you have to bring a horny ape into it! <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, the, what I'm 
referencing is an episode in the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure where they fight a sentient ape who can basically make a ghost ship that he sails around in. So, it's terrible and the worst, and Alyssa's losing points on dateability just for that. I can get him back. I can get him back. I know I can get him back. Just shove that from your mind. You didn't hear it right now, or if you heard it, I can help you forget it. Okay. The Kaliuche, which is a beautiful, bright sailing ship. It appears every night off the coast of Chiloe, uh, which is the small island, uh, or our archipelago jesus christ it's it's a party ship i mean it's not a party ship but it's always got sounds and lights and colors so there's a whole bunch of people on board uh the people on board are said to be those that have drowned at sea so it's sort of like the flying dutchman but not really in that like if you die at sea you're like sailors or like you die in the ocean that's where you go and it also navigates underwater so if you don't see it uh, it is returned under the waves. So, like, again, the comparison to, like, other ghost ships and that when you're- it's not there, it's not, like, night, you could see it. Okay. So, trying to earn my points back. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's a few different versions in terms of what happens or how the Kaleuche is. Um, like I said, the most common one is that it's captained or, I guess, crewed by the souls of the drowned. But there's a family, a mythical of three siblings that are like sort of control the ship. The two sisters known as uh, the Sirena uh, Chilota, which are mermaids. So two mermaids uh, known as the Pinkoya and their brother, the Pinkoy. It's essentially their ship and they collect the souls of the dead, which once they arrive back can like reanimate. So it's as if they're alive again. So that's sort of their afterlife as far as I can tell. And another common version, it is... (laughs) You actually have these, like, male witches or brujas, as they're described, that are warlocks. That They're evil, so they're allowed on board, but they don't stay on board. But because it's such a party, they come on. I respect that. <laughs> what? Catch me smuggling. I, I respect that. I would be right there with those warlocks being like, <laughs> let me on the party boat! <laughs> yeah, like, you can't stay there, but it's like... That's either- what you think. Not with that attitude. <laughs> No, but it's, like, more of, like, they smuggled uh, and transported their wares or, like, they were improving their magical abilities because it was, like, ghostly energy. So, like, they'd be able to summon spirits or, like, they could, you know, because it's strongly connected to the afterlife. But they actually can't stay on it. And they can't stay on it not because of the captain, but because uh, Mia Lobo, the king of the seas, is, like, you cannot get on this ship unless you are unless like you died so like it's uh afterlife party only well so they're already breaking the rules why can't they (laughs) stay the rule isn't living people can't stay on this ship it's living people can't come on this ship (laughs) so bitch if i'm already breaking the rule to go on the ship why can't i live there I, I do really love that just, like, the implications of getting on the ship are you are dead or you are a magical warlock. <laughs> Become a warlock, break the rules, go on the party boat. My two modes. <laughs> <laughs> um, another really interesting myth surrounding uh, the Caliuche is that there were in times of, like, natural disasters or really bad earthquakes or whatnot, rumors that people that had made a deal with the Caliuche for protection... Like, a whole area could be, like, wasted or flooded. And, like, these set houses within, like, the ruins would be completely untouched. 
and people are like, oh, they, they had made a deal with the Caliuche or they had made a deal with the souls for protection. The more likely answer is that it's living people or like real, like they say smugglers, but I don't really want to say like definitively like, oh, these people are making deals with smugglers because I don't, I don't know that. I'm not going to say that on baseless conjecture, but it's more likely like they do have a form of like protecting their houses or someone looking out for their house. Um, but it's also fun to believe in the supernatural. Of like, yes, this this ghost ship has protected us uh, from harm. So, good ghost ship. Uh, in terms of other media, there are three films that feature it. The most recent being Jorge Olguin's uh, Caliuche the Colosseum from 2012. But it says loosely inspired, so t- take that with a grain of salt. You know, like all your ghost ship movies are uh, not great. I always do. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, ghostly party boat got some mermaids, got some warlock boys. Uh, closely connected to the king of the sea, may or may not stave off natural disasters. So I love that you brought like this powerful party boat mm-hmm. because I brought a tiny little fae who lives in the woods and has no friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I want everyone to know they texted me earlier about like, okay, I have my monster. I know what I'm bringing. And they're like, okay, this is the Squonk 2.0. It's like, I'm in trouble. I don't know what it is, but I'm in trouble. It's not necessarily the Squonk 2.0. There's a lot of differences, but they have similar vibes, I would say. (laughs) So I want to preface this by saying originally I was like, all right, y'all, it's spooky season. I'm going to find something spooky. I went through a bunch of like scary shit trying to find one. Alyssa kind of went spooky. I was also going to... And then I stumbled upon this man and said, never mind. <laughs> so his name is Bug- Oh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Bug- Bugil Naz, I think. It's spelled B-U-G-U-L-N-O-Z. But it is, which means Night Shepherd. Um, and he is a fae being who lives in the woodlands of Brittany, France. He is the last of his kind. So presumably there used to be a bunch of these little guys, but now he is all alone. And supposedly, he is so ugly to look at that he's sad all the time and no one wants to be around him. Oh no! Oh no! I can't believe this is just the retelling of then he was so ugly that everyone died. There were a few versions where it's like sometimes people would see him and get so scared that they would die. And I was like, oh no. That's terrible. I love it so much. But apparently, uh, even like woodland animals don't want to be friends with him. He's just completely alone out in the woods. That's awful. It's so sad. I just, I care about him so much. He's called the Night Shepherd because it's not really safe to be out in the forest at night. And the Bagul Naz will go around being like, go home. (laughs) And like making sure everyone gets home safe. Grumpy Faye lives in forest, tells you to get the fuck off their lawn. He's not even, it's not even like that. It's like he's worried that people are going to hurt get hurt if they stay out too late so they so he wants to make sure everyone makes it back okay i'm sorry for doubting him 
And apparently, when he hears people coming, he'll, like, call out to let him know know he's there because he doesn't want to scare them with how ugly he looks. (laughs) He's really worried about it. Can we invest this man in, like, I'm not saying he should pull a Shia LaBeouf and wear a plastic bag over his head or, like, a, a paper bag, rather, but... I feel like it would do him some good and the people around him. So he doesn't have to be like, okay, I'm nearby. Please don't die of fright when you see me. Because that, that can't be good. <laughs> I want you to know when you said pull a Shia LaBeouf, my, my brain immediately made, um, what's the... Venn diagram. A Venn diagram in my <laughs> mind. And like the intersecting bit was like... Uh, main media of running into him involves running through the woods. <laughs> Are we sure this Faye isn't just like... <laughs> I mean, minus the ugly part, because Shia LaBeouf's not that bad. But fucking... I can't believe... Somewhere out there, there's a Venn diagram of overlap between Shia LaBeouf and an ancient Faye that just lives alone in the woods. I believe it. So yeah, so basically he he lives out in the woods all by himself, very sad, and just every night he'll like go around through the woods looking to make sure there's no people wandering around all alone, because it is not safe for them to be out there, it is only safe for them to be in their houses, doors closed, going asleep, and he's very worried about this, so that's what he spends his time doing. So that's kind of like the folklore version that's kind of passed down and told from person to person. There is one bit of writing that he's mentioned in a letter of introduction to a section of the book, The Fairy Faith in Celtic Countries by Antole Le Bras, professor of French literature at the University of Rennes. So... In that one, it is specified that, first of all, he's not that bad to look at, guys. <laughs> I swear. He's not pretty, but he's not, go- contrary to uh, the mythology, looking at him will not kill you. <laughs> and also, there it specifies, like, guys, don't be afraid of him. He's your friend. He's just a little old woods grandpa. Wants everyone to get home okay. <laughs> I want to go make friends with the woods grandpa. I know. What if he's like grandkid that brings him fucking tea or some shit? He sounds like he needs it. I bet he would. He'd be so excited to have someone to talk to. He's so lonely, Alyssa. I I now understand why this French professor like had to write about him. Like, guys, no, he's, he's not like, that bad. Please, he just needs a friend. He's Please there to be help nice to him. Yeah. The deer are bullying him. So. <laughs> And apparently he also, beyond just the woods, he's also like going around the whole area. Like, are you out on the roads? Are you out in the fields? Girl, you're drunk. Get home. Like, he, he's he's looking out for all those people. There's not a ton to say. This is, this is what I found on him. Uh, unfortunately, this is one of those ones where like every link I clicked on, they had kind of, every like source I went to, it was just like a copy paste with two mm. words changed from every other source that exists. I had the Which same happens problem. so much with mythology. It drives me insane. It's insane. Like, I understand there's only going to be, for some myths or for some, like what you ever have, there's, you're going to have a limited number of resources. Like, you can only say so much without adding to it. But I had the exact same problem and it drives me absolutely crazy. Like, oh, let me try this article or, oh, let me try this site. It's like, oh, did you want 
the exact same repeat of what's on Wikipedia or like fandom.methods.wiki.whatever. And it's like, I'll look at those. I won't use them because they're not credible sources. Oh, yeah, but like, but it's the same the thing. Exact same thing. Yeah. The most, the most variance I was able to find is that a lot of sources just said he was scary to look at. One source was like, if you look at him, you might die. And one by that one professor was like, guys, I swear, he's not that scary. <laughs> and that was it. That was all the variants on this I could find. You know, it's something. And like, I even though we both did relatively short myths, I, I think they were still important enough for like, again, like we're going to have weeks where there's nothing that we could do in terms of like the literature that's out there. But in terms of importance or just fun stuff, you know, like they... Why not talk about it? And a lot of the time when I find, like, a shorter myth, I'll either text you to make sure you have a longer one, which mm. I didn't do for some reason, <laughs> or or I'll, like, kind of tuck it away and be like, maybe some other time. Like, um, I don't know. I could see maybe eventually doing, like, a bonus episode of, like, mm. rapid fire short myths. Yeah. Just telling That'd about them just because it would be. Because I almost um, did another ghost ship, so, like, I could have done, like, actually a series of ghost ships, because there's another, there's a lot of ghost ship myths, ghost ships. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but, like, even if they're similar, or just, like, even if they have nothing relevant in terms of, like, oh, here's, like, a five-minute myth. <gasps> five-minute myths! <gasps> write that down! <laughs> Tell your girlfriend to write that down, I know she's listening. <laughs> she just gave me a look. Did she do it? No, she didn't she write it down, she just gave <laughs> You have a phone?! Smurf, why are you bullying us? Why do you hate us? We, I, I feel like our other running list at this point is just people we force to help us with this podcast or that help us with this podcast that hate it's us. Extensive. <laughs> I here's here's what happens. Pe- usually this happens to our friends, but there are like two groups of people that get involved with this podcast. People who hear it and are like, wow, this is a great podcast. I want it to keep going. Which, by the way, thank you so much for those of you guys who do. It makes our fucking, like, months when that shit happens. But alternatively, it's like our friends who are like, yeah, all right, let's go help these gay idiots. (laughs) What the fuck do you need? You you want me to come on your fucking podcast? What? (laughs) Like, (laughs) fine. You couldn't have told me two days ago. You said you're recording in an hour. (laughs) Also, Sarah wrote down five-minute myths with an emphatic not-your-secretary afterwards. We never said she was our secretary. She's my big sister. <laughs> so I think it makes sense for me to expect her to do, to do shit for me. Is that not an older sibling's job? Uh, I am not going to respond to that as an older sibling. I'm just going to pretend that uh, the audio... You're breaking up. <laughs> um... But actually, uh, on the topic of five minute myths, because I think we're both kind of done explaining our monsters real quick. Two things. Uh, First of all, I know I always say this. Go follow Closeted Crafts on all the social media. Their stuff is coming together. And I want you guys all to support them very, very, very much. They're on, I want to say, Twitter, TikTok. Now that TikTok is staying around, they're still there, and I still don't know what they're doing over there, but I support it so much. (laughs) And second of all, we are going to be starting a Patreon soon. I know we've had some struggles getting stuff, like, stabilized and going, but we've finally reached a point where I think we're good on that front. 
Uh, those of you who don't know, we're doing a once every other week schedule just so that we can handle it without being totally overwhelmed. But if you want more from us, we will also be doing a Patreon. I think as it stands right now, we're going to have monthly bonus episodes again so we don't get horribly overwhelmed. But if you have an idea of what kind of stuff you would want us to do in those, hit us up. Our Twitter is now at Mythids Podcast. I changed it. Uh. <laughs> Apologies to anyone that listening earlier than this. Oh, God. I mean, we can't go back and change it, but we're going to have like a solid 16 episodes of it's at Mythids 1. Just kidding. It's yeah. This <laughs> podcast. Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in the description all of all of those Twitter at Mythids Podcast. Oh, that's a good idea. Right. I think that's the easiest way to do it. Also, like, we're a unique enough name that anyone looking for at Mythids is just. Yeah, there's only so it. many Mythids, I'd have to think. Yeah. And then our email is uh, Mythids1 at gmail.com. So if you want to reach out to us, I know you can't DM us if we're not following you just because I get overwhelmed easily. So we're following like no one on Twitter, <laughs> but you can email us and we would love it if you did. I think that's all I have to say on that. There will be more info on the Patreon once we get it going. I love all of you so much. Back to business. <laughs> yeah. All right. So combat. Yeah. I admittedly think, well, this is going to be tricky. <laughs> yeah. Not because I think we can agree that the more powerful one is the ghost ship. Not the ugly old grandpa that lives in the woods. Yeah. The issue is, (laughs) one is an ugly old grandpa who lives in the woods, and the other one exists only in the ocean. (laughs) I mean, he could live in the woods. No, there are no woods near an ocean. I'm I'm off my rocker. I don't know where I was going with that. I was like, he could live in the ocean. The ocean in the woods near the ocean. Let me look up where Brittany France is. Maybe it's near... More, mm. I cut out the awkward quietness as I look this up. France, thankfully, I don't. No, France is not landlocked. I was gonna be like, I don't think France. Is. France is not landlocked. <laughs> I'm going on the record as saying that. I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't. A lot of things would be very different if Brit. If oh, oh, Brittany actually is a peninsula. There we go. Like. There okay. we go. Okay. Okay. We can work with this. Um, okay, so my man will just be on land and yours will be in the ocean. Yeah. Um, okay, some things he has going for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, they're already dead. Fuck. Yep. I was going to be like, sometimes looking at him will kill you. But yep. your slut's already died. Yep. <laughs> well, those warlocks sneaking onto the party boat better look out, because they still can die. <laughs> But you just went on the record of saying it wasn't that bad, actually. So is it that bad that looking on him kills you? Or is it not that bad? <laughs> I don't know. Different sources said different things. No way to tell. Uh-huh. Um, alternatively, I think it really is the warlocks who need to be on the lookout for him. Because let's be real. I think your party boat can beat him in a fight. Oh, on account sure. of you brought an entire fucking boat. Yeah. <laughs> Which feels like cheating, I'll be honest. <laughs> Listen, listen, she's a lovely boat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, there's that. But those warlocks, first of all, they are alive, so they could potentially die. But more importantly, they're out partying, probably too late, and this woods grandpa would really like them to go home now. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, sweetie, 
<laughs> you need to leave soon. You need to get. Do you want me to walk you home? He's standing like right where the where the where the boat is docked. Like, does anyone need help getting home? I know you don't live here. You're not see through. I can't believe the combat between these two is just the grandpa that le- lives in your neighborhood showing up to your house party. Like, I don't like. I I just want you guys to be safe. Turn the music down. Make sure everybody gets home safe. Do I need to call a cab? And then you're just like, okay, sure, sure, Mr. Smith, we'll be sure to do that. (laughs) And then, like, go back to what you were doing. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. I think, I will will outright say it, Alyssa will win combat here. Mm. But I also think that this is a matter where deciding the better monster combat might not be as relevant as some other ones do because a lot of monsters are very like combat oriented and mine definitely isn't and Alyssa I guess you could say yours is but like it kind of serves more of a like chaperoning to the underworld kind of job situation so again also not too worried about fighting so I think that actually uh what this is is the battle between Two public services. <laughs> what? I wasn't ready! <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to get into which provides the better public service? Because I think I'll win that one too, no offense. <laughs> Excuse you! I will have you know that the Bagul Nas is trying so hard and he's taking care of his people. I'm just saying, you're only doing shit for the dead people. Mm. My boy out here helping those who are still living. So that mine that. is not only helping dead people because as you recall, it protected the living who made pact with it from natural disasters. So try again. Damn it. Fuck. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um. I mean, yeah. Yeah. My guy really is just. <laughs> oh, my grandpa. So, He's just a lonely grandpa. a new cottage core aesthetic. I, I love him so much. And I would love nothing more than to go out into the woods and have some tea with him. I think that would be great. I would enjoy Maybe that. Maybe with time, we could find, like, a blind rabbit that doesn't mind <laughs> hanging out with him. You know, I think there's some real potential there. Yeah. That he could find tapping into forest animals with injured eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or ones with poor but, vision, you know. Or just with bad vision. Yeah. Maybe put a blindfold on them so they don't get spooked. You know. Well, no, that might scare them more. Yeah, probably. That might might be scary for them. But, like... Listen, he's got options, though. And I would love to sit down for a a lovely tea. I don't even drink tea, and I would suffer through tea for him. You don't... How... What? No. You don't like tea? I do... No, I'm extremely, extremely picky with tea in which, like... I've yet to find one I'll actually drink because I'm a coffee bitch at heart. Alyssa, next time you're in my apartment, have you seen my tea cabinet? I have. It is like a small tea vana in there. I love it so much. I'm going to sit your ass down and make you try every tea in that cabinet. You just need to have a sip of each. 
but you're trying every tea in that cabinet until you find one you like. I've been- oh, I've, Smurf, Smurf is begging. <laughs> she's I see Smurf's hands coming in like, please. She's please also do. corrected me in that I have an addiction to bubble tea, so if you count bubble tea as real oh, tea, then I yeah, guess I'm a there's tea in that, bud. I don't know! <laughs> do you think I have a brain cell? Do you think there's anything going on up there? I know for a fact that you and I share a brain cell. Yeah, that's so. true. Okay, you have it right now. I Take good care it right of it. Now, Keep yeah. it warm. Okay, so you win combat. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's a tie on public services. A tie, um. they say. A fucking tie. <laughs> I, this is, this is, ab- must absolutely be what you felt like with the squonk. Because I'm yeah. like, listen, he doesn't have a ton going for him <laughs> other than a really strong cottage core aesthetic. And he cares about people very much, and I love him. No, it's no, it is exceedingly rough when you really like a monster, but you know going in that you have nothing. Like you the have formatting of our to the podcast table. will not be nice to him. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just, I, I just want people to know, like, I understand that I can't win combat or dateability. Or, or really a lot, but like, listen, listen, and yeah, no, that's exactly how I felt with the squonk. Your honor, there's something you're not taking into consideration. What is it? I love, I love him! him. <laughs> dateability, which is also going to be hard for me. <laughs> yeah, dateability. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll hear out your arguments for cottagecore, grandpa, but you also have a lot working against you, so keep that in I mind. I sure do. But, I mean... This is one guy who you know right off the bat, he is trustworthy. So many men are not. That's good. Also, he will always have time for you because he has no social life at all. <laughs> the animals don't even like him. Think of, you, he he can be there for you at any time. Wonderful cottage gore aesthetic. Who doesn't dream of running away to live in the woods sometimes. We all do. Now you can get you there's a house waiting for you, presumably. Presumably. You don't even You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> he could live in a stump. He could live under a tree. You don't know. I can work with all of those. That's fine. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're not taking away my running away into the woods fantasy for me. <laughs> I <laughs> He can help worst come to worst, he can help me build a hut. Okay? We is have he gonna options. let you stay there or is he gonna be like, all right, it's time to go home? You know, like. Time! Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, what's it gonna be? Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, so in the in the letter, it was written that rather than being a spirit to be feared, he might fulfill a beneficial office in warning human beings by his coming that night is not made for lingering in the fields or on the roads, but for shutting oneself in behind closed doors and going to sleep. So. If I have a hut built out in the woods <laughs> with a closable door and somewhere to sleep, he'll be fine with it. Oh my god. That means all of his requirements for where people are supposed to be at nighttime. Yeah, you know what? That's valid. <laughs> so you know what? No, I just need to have a cottage to live in and he'll be perfectly happy for me out there. You know what? I will give you all of those things in spite of the fact that he has no social life. No friends, no family, has not maintained a his decent relationship. His family died! That's not his fault! I'm not saying it's fault. I'm just I saying- I can't believe you're being, you're being like, anyway, this man is undateable because his family died. I'm saying he's undateable he's because he has no stable 
relationship. He has no stable relationships or meaningful connections in his life. And I'll be honest, that kind of damages your uh, emotional and psychological well-being if you do it for long enough. He's a fae. Time doesn't exist for him. So he's probably fine. And also, like, it's not that he hasn't tried. It's just that everyone's unnecessarily mean to him for no good reason at all. Okay, but he's also not great to look at. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm That's not... fine. I'm fucking blind as hell without my glasses on, so I can work around that. And and everyone else, and everyone else, bitch. That's your problem. I'm in love with this man. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I thought we were arguing for general dateability of, like, why other people would want to, not a running manifesto of why Brooke personally is going to run away to the woods to seduce this fae. <laughs> usually that is true, but usually we're not talking about monsters that I personally love. And I may have only learned about this guy two hours ago, but I would do anything for him. Oh my god. Well, I I wish you luck in your romance endeavors, Brooke. Thank you. So, uh, now convince me why the fuck I would want to date a boat. Alright. First of all, the boat is described in every iteration as being shining and beautiful, so it's great to look at. Second of all- it's hard to make out with a boat. Okay, but there are people on the boat. You know, you can have a beautiful polyamorous relationship with the boat and the people on the board. Which I remind you, the people on the boat being other ghosts, mermaids, and warlocks. Okay, so wait, now hold on. You have to be dead in order to date this boat. Or you could just study to be a warlock. You don't study to be be a warlock. You become a warlock by making a pact with exactly someone else. So, so, okay, I fucking make a pact Go summon a, a fucking elder entity. god. Yeah, it's fine. I go on the boat. The king of the seas is a little annoyed with me, but I get to party. You can see it every night, and you don't have to go to the middle of the woods to sue it. Yeah, see it. But, and you can live but, by the ocean. You know, who doesn't love living by the ocean? Great news. Grandpa is coming news. to make you go home every day. Huh? Every night, you're trying to spend the night with your with your new boo, and and Lonely Woods Grandpa is coming by to make sure you're going home. <laughs> well, we we leave uh, Brittany, France. You know, we leave the oh, island. Okay. <laughs> we can see the world. You know, Kelly, <coughs> wish I could take you to like places uncharted. You could go anywhere in the world you wanted. No, you can go anywhere in the world that is on the coast. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> and nowhere else. Are you saying you wouldn't want to have a polyamorous relationship with a beautiful boat and a mermaid? Are you saying that to me? Protects your little goddess. I have to think about it. What? I have to really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awkward because the mermaid's siblings are always there too. I don't, like... It's a big boat. You have rooms for privacy. Not to mention if it's a party, there's a lot going on. Here's the thing. As an introvert, I would get so drained so fast at this never-ending party. I'd be there for like an hour. I'd be like, hell yeah, great party. Love the lights. Love the noise. Love all these ghosts. And then like, catch me an hour and 20 minutes into this party and I'm like, I want a quiet room to go read a book. (laughs) I mean, it's a ship, so, like, yeah, there would be quiet rooms to go read a book. No, you described this as a as a party boat. I don't know if you've ever, like... 
Okay, I, it, from your description of this boat, it does not sound like they have nicely sectioned off areas for people who don't like loud noises. I mean, I, it's it's like one of your old, like, I'm not going to say pirate ships, but it's like your old mast ship. Also, sound travels. Huh? Have you ever been on an old-timey boat? No. Okay, I have, and sound fucking travels. Because when something is made of only wood, yeah. it doesn't block noise as nicely as you'd like to. Instead, it echoes all over the place. At least there uh, is a life or something to do as opposed to, like, how long? Okay, you're going to the woods in the middle of nowhere with no Wi-Fi, no civilization, and no one's going to come visit you because no one wants to be seen with your boyfriend. Like, how entertaining yeah. is that going to be? Like, sure, you might get sick of a party, but no, like, if you're not dead, you have to sneak on anyway, so nobody says you have to go on every single night. I'm just saying, if I have to choose between, let's, let's take a, let's, let's abstract this a little bit. Mm -hmm. If I had to choose between dating someone who just wants to hang out in the woods and cares about other people and just is nice and chill and, like presumably doesn't mind that I shout a lot because he also sometimes shouts a lot in warning to other people, you know? And I can just hang out in the woods and read a book versus someone who is always at a party. It does not matter when you are on a hangout with them. They are, they are at the center of a party with no intention of leaving ever under any circumstances. And anytime you want to spend time with them, they're like, yeah, you can come over here. And you're like, well, what if we go on a date? And he's like, no, I'm drunk. Okay, like, hear me out. If you're, if we're abstracting this far, you gotta deal with it. I'd rather date that it. first one. If, if we're abstracting this this far, you gotta deal with it. The party mm -hmm. is only when it's above water. If you wanted to scuba and go with it Bitch, underwater. you will drown. You could also drown if you'd like to not go to the party. That's a horrible stuff. And then you get to go on the ship anyway, so everybody wins. I'm just saying scuba gear exists. And but also but like once, no no no, because once you do that, your argument for why my guy was no good is you're like, cause you have to just spend time with him and no one else. Once you're a ghost, you can't go back to land. <laughs> I can be like, hey babe, I'm running to the library and go into town at any time. I'm just I can saying, be like, hey, let me go you know, to an internet cafe to download some shit, and I can go do that at any time. Your bitch ass is stuck on that boat. I'm just saying, as it, as, like, you can abstract it as far as you want, but as what's presented in what you get from the boat and what's presented from living with this old man in the middle of nowhere, I do like, want to clarify, like parties or I not, the boat him. has more to offer. I will say, one thing I will say, I've characterized him as an old man who lives in the woods. There is no mention of him looking old, and the fact yeah. that he is a fae means he probably isn't doesn't. old looking. He, probably he just unfortunate look looking. That. Yeah. He's unfortunate looking, but aren't we all sometimes? I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just want to say, he's not specifically an old man. He just has the energy of an old man, and I'm okay with that. Arguably, that's worse, because it just means he's, like, mildly cranky and slightly, like, the, like, stuck up about rules. Like, okay, like, sh you have, like, you get to be with people that want to break the rules on the party boat. He's, like, constantly hounding after people, like, okay, it's time to get home. Like, okay, like, I'm he's on my worried way, alright? I'm he's doing worried things. about their well-being. Okay, but you can be worried about my well-being without being a nag. He's not nagging. He's just going around like, hey, everyone okay here? 
And then he has to, it's not like he can follow you around all night. He's got to go and check on everybody else. He doesn't have time to nag anyone. He's a very busy man. Also, if he's doing that all night, you're not seeing him either at night. So if he's uh, out hounding people all night. That's, and there's your first mistake. I am going with him. <laughs> you can't because he's going to chase you away. Remember, it doesn't follow into the rules. You have to be behind closed doors in bed. Door. That's fine. No, no, that's good. Okay, so. As I'm sure many of you know, I am married. I have a husband. I love him so much. He's wonderful and beautiful, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, at night, every night, there reaches a point where both of us have been having our day all day, and we've interacted, and we've spent a lot of time together, and then nighttime comes, and he goes and he plays video games, and I put on music and dance around, and we both pretend the other one isn't there. So actually, <laughs> this sounds perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying Babe, I'm your argument you for an old man who lives in the woods. <laughs> Babe. No response. I assume he's fine with it. But yeah, your argument against the ghost ship was okay, you can't spend any nights with uh with it because, you know, you're constantly separated. And now your argument is, okay, but I don't need to spend any nights with my Faye because I it sounds like you can arguments. have separate lives. Like, you see how that he suddenly you used an argument against me? Idiot he only has to go out if he's there's some idiot wandering around in the woods. Otherwise, he can be back home. You don't know how frequent an occurrence that is. You just said you love wandering in the woods, and you said you were encouraging people to go out and be his friends. So maybe there's a lot of people, uh, high traffic velocity, searching out in the woods. Maybe people are camping. Our podcast huh? is not that popular, so I don't think it's going to have that influence. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Where does camping fall into this? What if I want to camp near? I'm not behind doors. I'm behind a tent. That I would count. argue that most tents have a door. It doesn't classify what the door has to be made out of. It's like a flap, though. It's not specifically a door. I think that like it's a door. As a door. A tent. It's a flap. It's a door flap. Anyway, it's a door. Anyway, it's a kind of door. There okay. is no. There is no scenario in which I let this crotchety ugly fey beat my party i never vote. said he was crotchety he's worried about others but that does not mean he is inherently crotchety those are different things i don't want someone to tell me what to do and neither do you we both know this <laughs> that's been your best argument all day <laughs> Like, you're out partying in the woods, and he's like, oh, maybe you should, maybe you should go inside. Like, no, I'm not done here. Don't tell me what to do. I care about him so much, okay? Let you, me love this old man. You <laughs> this old man that is not actually old, as we've discovered. Yeah. This not old, old man. Spiritually old man. Spiritually you can love him. old man. I will man. never prevent you from loving him. Thank you. But I, I like, I, I'll love him as, like... Uh, that guy that I want to visit and maybe have tea with, depending on how bad he is. <laughs> wow, vain as hell over here, it turns out, guys. Okay, but if he's, like, bad enough to look at that I'm gonna die, sorry. Like, like, no matter how bad I feel for him, I'm not risking my life just to sit there. Here's, here's the thing. We have made it perfectly... I, oh, well, okay, for those of you who don't know, I'm madly in love with Medusa. The reason why this is relevant is because time and again, the point of, but you'll never, in debates between me and Alyssa, some of which don't happen on this podcast, the point will come up of, but if you date this person, you can never look at them. To which I say, that's fine, I'll work with it. <laughs> so that is not a concern of mine. <laughs> I don't need to look at them. I just need companionship. And to live in the woods. 
Brooke out here ready to blind themselves or use a paper bag to date their significant other. <laughs> Love finds a way, folks. <laughs> okay. Oh so that's a solid tie on the on the dating. Um. Say. Um. Um. Well, regardless of what Alyssa and I think, uh, the decision ultimately comes to you guys. Uh, so over on our Twitter, at Mythids Podcast, you can follow us and you can vote in the poll. Uh, the way we've been doing it nowadays, since we're doing it every two weeks thing, uh, you guys will have five days from when the episode goes up to vote on the poll. Plenty of time. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you would like more, but that's really the most realistically that we can do. Uh, so get over there, vote. Who is Whose is better? Mine or Alyssa's? Um, the poll ultimately is asking which monster is just overall better. So keep that in mind. Um, and I love the Bagul, the Bagul Nas so much. And I would die for him probably. So last week we had a showdown between Sami Vito and Abao and Aku was the show off. Thank you. And it was a unanimous decision. Every single one of you voted for Sami Vito. Because he kicks ass! It hurts, but I understand it. It hurts, <laughs> but I, I, I understand. I can't begrudge you that. So, that's a win for me. We should make, like, a scoreboard. Do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that? Because I'm not going <laughs> to say who's, like, there is a scoreboard, but I feel like... I'm slightly winning, and I don't want to bring that wrath down. Okay, that's me. wild because up until you said that, I was—I truly believed that I was slightly winning. <laughs> uh, I can't. Hold on. hold on, hold on. We're telling this shit right now. Hold on, hold on. We are tied, bro. We are exactly tied, five and five. Okay, so, so I don't know if Maury cut out that last bit or not. But um, we just went through them all, and we are exactly tied, Alyssa and I. So we're going to make a fucking scoreboard, I think, <laughs> and keep track of this. What we're going to start doing, we will tell y'all, okay, here's who won, and then we'll say, which means on the overall scoreboard, here's who's winning. I do like that every week we have a guest. The guest, I, I'm actually, I don't the remember. The guest almost no. always wins. I don't remember Catherine's, because we only had two, but. I don't think Catherine you, won. No, Catherine's won. So yeah, every week we have a guest. <laughs> Is this, wait, I'm sensing a correlation between doing extensive proper research and poll results. Wait, hold on. No, that's just luck. That has nothing to do with that. You're right. That is entirely circumstantial evidence. No, you're right. The, uh, you're, we, you're totally correlation right. does not mean causation. <laughs> you know what? That's a valid argument and I stand by it. My girlfriend is seething next to me. She's <laughs> seething. There's like smoke coming out of her ears. She's so mad. Good. Uh, okay, so um, follow us on Twitter, vote on the poll, uh, send us an email if you want to. We love you guys so much, and all right, bye! bye.